This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's Best Erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. And our girl of the story, Anastasia Kavitko. Her Instagram is linked below. Check her out while listening to today's story for a great listening experience. Today, we would visit our friends from our slash erotica author, Upstairs Innocent, tells us a story about his relationship with his wife's sister. Sit back and enjoy the story. This is our friend's erotic story. The next story is posted by user Upstairs Innocent from r slash erotica. The title of this post is The Wrong Sister Part 8. Sit back and enjoy the story. The next day was perfect. Will came to mine in the evening for tea and the girls got to meet their mother's new boyfriend. We sit in the living room and discuss with them openly about the breakup of his marriage explaining to them gently that sometimes things just don't work out. That just because Will was no longer with Hannah didn't mean he didn't care about her. That it wasn't too dissimilar to how it was between their father and me, the messier details we keep from them, but they understood in their own way. Plus they are far more excited that they will be seeing more of Will, who they adore. I watch the three of them play together while I cook us dinner, and then after that is all done and Will has washed up. We sit and watch a film together as a family. I have never felt so complete, so blissful, as I am while sat with my girls cuddled up beside us, and my hand in Will's. That night, with the girls asleep, me and Will make love slowly, savoring everything we've robbed ourselves of in the rush to consummate our relationship the day before. There is no need to rush anymore, no sneaking out of the house as dawn approaches. As far as I am concerned there's nothing wrong about what we are doing any longer. Without the complications, we can just be ourselves and when he pushes me over the edge, any worries that it might not be as intense without the rush of naughtiness is quickly forgotten. Will still feels as perfect for me as he always has done. I had become so tired of the empty sheets I'd slept besides, of sliding under cold duvets and wishing for any kind of warmth to wrap around me and feel wanted and loved. And when Will turns the lights off and wraps his strong arm around me, I have to fight back tears. I am safe and happy and so in love. For the next few months he spends most of his evenings around mine and sleeping with me. Without really thinking about it will becomes a part of my family, helping the girls with their homework, doing odd DIY jobs around the house, even attending a parent's evening at school with me. In just a few months we had become inseparable. We'd even transitioned into the stage of not fucking every night, which wasn't even unwelcome. If anything it felt like a statement on how serious we are becoming that we aren't quite as insatiable as we once were. He isn't just my boyfriend anymore, he is my partner. Despite all the good things happening, for me, my sister and I are still not speaking. She doesn't reach out after I had made my declaration of love for Will in front of her and I am too happy with my lot to want to reach out and build bridges at the risk of ruining my own happiness. So the only news I hear is second-hand from either dad or Will, who has to keep in some contact with her as they sell their house. I know her pregnancy is going well, and that's enough information for me. She misses you, I think, Will tells me one night, our naked limbs entwined. 
It's the weekend and the girls are with their dad, which means a chance to be far more vocal with our lovemaking. He'd spent most of the day around the house, with Hannah and Justin divvying up their belongings so there was very little left for Will to live in. Not that he is spending much time there anymore. He is constantly staying at mine now, only going to his home, ironically, to work. Well, she knows my number, doesn't she? You don't want to make up with her, he asks, eyes fixated on his finger that is slowly circling my areola. Not especially, I say truthfully. She's a drama queen, always has been. You know this as well as I do. I'm utterly content with my life, honey, and I don't want to add any of what she brings to it. She's happy. I'm happy. I'm just thinking, he says slowly, pausing to kiss my bare shoulder, that sooner or later you're going to have to see her. And the longer you go on ignoring her, the more painful that moment will be. She's ignoring me too. I half snap. I know she is. He tells me calmly. But don't you want to be the bigger person here? Set a good example of forgiveness to Gabby and Joe. My lips go thin as he traps me with his logic because he knows how much I love setting a positive example to my daughters. I exhale loudly through my nostrils and Will laughs beside me, making me laugh too. I shake my head and poke his chest. You're such a little cut. But why not be a good mum, Izzy? I drone, mimicking his deep voice. Don't you want to be a good role model? You are a good mum. He chuckles as I climb on top of him and straddle his chest, our hands linking together. I am, I agree confidently. You make me a better one. And I can't decide if I love you or hate you for it. And what are you going to do about it? He grins, his hands guiding mine down my thick thighs. His fingers push into my pale flesh, and I know he wants me to straddle his face so he can taste me again. I've always just known what he wants from me, without ever needing anything other than the most subtle of directions. Shut you up the only way I know how, I tell him with a wink. But when we're done we're discussing your living arrangements. I'm true to my word, cuddling up to him in my post-orgasmic bliss, and resting my head on his chest. So, wanna move in? I ask him, voice almost a slur as sleep starts to tug insistently on my consciousness. Seems stupid you only leaving the house now, for work. It will be empty most of the day, and we can make some space for your stuff I'm sure. You sure it's not too quick? He queries, fingers dancing along my spine. It's not about what's quick, it's about what feels right. You're here all the time. Your clothes are here. Most of your stuff is. May as well make it official. I feel him nod and take a deep breath. Then it's a plan, he says, then adds entirely inappropriately. How is it you make the most sense after you've come? Apparently I'm not that sleepy, because I suddenly have the energy to wrestle him for his poor choice of pillow talk. After I've taught him a lesson, we finalize him moving in, and within the week his old house is empty and I have a new official roommate. It's a squeeze for us, but there is no rush to move just yet. We'll go with whatever feels the most natural at the time because I'm far too old and will too wise for playing games. He is right about needing to make amends with my sister though, but saying I'm going to do it and actually doing it are two very different things. Will nags at me to act at least twice a week, and each time I tell him I will. But there's still a lot of guilt there, and I can still see Hannah's face when she caught me around their home wearing nothing but a dressing gown. Each time he reminds me to get in touch, I tell him next week that I know my sister and I both need time. But weeks eventually turn into months, and in the end it isn't me making that first move, but her. I'm on my break when I get a message from Hannah asking if I'm at work. I'm a little nervous when I receive the message, 
from her because it's such a specific question to ask after months of silence between us. So I tentatively reply with an affirmative and wait for a response. It comes quickly. I'm in ward 14. I blink at the words and then it sinks in. The maternity ward. It's so strange that after months of silence between us that I don't even bother finishing my lunch. Immediately I'm on my feet and trailing through the maze of white corridors that will lead the way to my sister and her child. I wonder what will be said between us. Will she flaunt her child in front of me and declare I will never be an aunt to them? That kind of feels like something Hannah would do or would have done in the past. Motherhood can change a woman as I know from my first-hand experience. Nurses guide me into the ward and I see Hannah in bed cradling a small bundle in her arms. She looks exhausted, I think as I approach, but then I remember that feeling pretty well from my own fun with childbirth. I stop at the foot of her bed and look down at the small person she holds and the little pink hat adorning its head. Congrats Han, I say and find myself smiling despite everything that has come between us. It's hard not to be happy for her in this situation. As I remember holding my girls in my arms and knowing that pure, innocent love for the very first time. Thanks, she replies, a smile of her own on her lips. Do you want to see her? I nod and shuffle to the side of the bed beside my sister, perching on the edge of the bed and looking down into the beautiful face of her daughter. My heart swells at seeing my niece, for the first time, instantly falling in love with her as I let a finger caress her pink cheek. She's gorgeous, Hannah. Han giggles softly and nods. She is, she says with a large smile. I can't believe she's mine. How perfect she is. She has mum's eyes. I swear it. What's her name? Abigail Janet. Or Abby for short. I've always liked the name Abby. And Janet felt. I miss her so much Izzy. And this felt like a little way of sharing mum with my. My little girl. There's a tension in her voice. As she fights back tears and I put a hand on her shoulder. It's perfect. I tell her reassuringly. And mum would be so proud of you. Plus Gabby is going to love the fact that she shares her middle name with her baby niece. We both laugh softly and our eyes meet. There is so much awkwardness there between us, but I cannot find it in my heart anymore to wish Hannah any ill will after she'd tried to keep me and will apart. Seeing her with her daughter in her arms and that pure rapture on her face, it robs me of it all. I'm just happy for her. I take her hand and squeeze it. Where's Justin? He's gone home to sleep. He was so good through it, Izzy. He really was. I couldn't have done it without him. He's been good throughout everything. Setting the house up when I was too big to do much. I swear he wasn't always like this, but he's grown up so much. He really has. I nod quietly, pleased to hear that she's happy at least. Then her eyes look back to her child, and I can feel a slight tension in her body. Dad says that Will has moved in, so that's why she's tense. She wants to bring this up now, of all times. I take a deep breath and prepare for a fight even if I don't want one. He has. Bit of a squeeze but we're making it work. Hannah nods in response. Are you happy? It's my turn to stiffen. And I release her hand to rub my forehead with my fingers. My voice is tired when I reply. Han, please, let's not fight. Not now. She shakes her head quickly and looks up to me. No, no, it's not like that. I don't want to fight with you either, Izzy. I've missed you. I know we didn't always get along. But without mum you're the only female family I have and I don't want to lose you too. I mean, I won't pretend it doesn't hurt a little. That he's with you. And it really stung seeing you there, in my house wearing practically nothing. But, will seem so happy. Like happier than I've ever seen him. And I got to thinking that maybe, you are just, 
better for him than me? I mean I don't like that idea, because I loved him. But, maybe you are. It wasn't what I expected from her. Introspection hasn't been one of Hannah's stronger points, but it's growth and gives me reassurances that she'll be a good mum to Abby. I didn't want to hurt you Hannah, ever, but I can't help how I feel about him. I just wouldn't have chosen for you to find out like you did. It's in the past, she sighs and reaches out to take my hand and give it a squeeze. I've really missed you. And the girls, do they miss me? I chuckle and nod. They miss you Han. They've asked plenty about when your little one will be coming along and it totally passed me by that you were due so soon. When are you heading home? We'll be home tonight. Dad's going to come round tomorrow with James and his flock. You could come too if you want. Would be nice to see Gabby and Joe and Will too. That pause makes me think how hard it might be for Hannah to see me and Will together or how hard it might be for Will to see the child of his ex. Especially with my brother and our whole family there. There's a time and place for such reunions, but it's not tomorrow. I make a quick executive decision. I'd love to, and so would the girls, I am sure. But I think Will has a project he's working on. He's had to work late most nights this week, so maybe just me and the girls will come. Oh, okay, she says, taking in my lie but I quickly see the relief on her face when she knows she won't have to face it so quickly. Well, maybe sometime next week, so we can meet her too. Perfect, I promise. We'll be there, all of us. We don't chat much longer, and the focus switches back to the calmer waters of childbirth and motherhood. But for the first time it feels like there's something in common between me and my sister that gives me a little hope for our relationship in the future. The afternoon goes by quickly, though I can't shake the feeling of being unwell as I go about my job. Nothing strikingly wrong, just a general malaise and almost nausea. Working in a hospital it could very easily be a bug, but there's something about it that feels oddly familiar. A silent alarm from my body, that something is different. It can't be that, I think to myself. We've been careful, haven't we? It must just be the fact that I've seen Hannah and her newborn and I'm making leaps in my head based on that. But after I finish my shift I head to the pharmacy, in the hospital before heading home. The roost is empty when I get in. And I wonder where everyone is before remembering the kids are with their dad tonight. A note from Will tells me has gone to grab some tea for us both. It gives me time to get out of my scrubs and into civilian clothes before I check to confirm I'm not what I think I might be. When Will gets in a short time later, I'm sat at the dining table. I don't get up from my seat as he enters the kitchen. Thought I'd make us a lasagna tonight, if you fancy it. Seeing as we don't get to have it often. He says, kissing my lips before he starts to unpack the bags. I saw Han today. He pauses immediately and turns to me. Finally. I'm so glad you finally reached out to her is. I didn't, I admit. She messaged me to say she was in the hospital. She's given birth to a little girl. Oh shit. Wow, he breathes, leaning back on the counter and looking thoughtful. That's good. Good for them both. He seems a little shocked. He's about to be much more shocked. We need to talk to The color drains from his face, and I immediately regret the way to do this, so I quickly continue. I stopped off at the pharmacy, on the way home. Felt a bit off all afternoon. Had a gut feeling what it might be. Izzy, Will says, voice as nervous as I've ever heard it. Are you okay? I nod, holding his gaze, as I reach under the magazine on the table and pull out a thin plastic strip. I push it along the table. The noise of plastic scraping on with the only sound in the room and leave it on the edge nearest to him. His eyes shift to it, 
and then he slowly moves from where he was leaning to where I had placed it. Will's hand moves shakily to pick it up. Then his eyes flick back to mine. You're pregnant. I am. How? I laugh despite myself. Despite how nervous I'm feeling well. When a mummy and daddy love one another very much. I start, but he interrupts me. Izzy, I mean, I thought you were on the pill. I am. But it's not guaranteed. And there's been times when I've forgotten. And we've not been as careful after then. And we've had a lot of sex will. A lot. He nods vacantly. And I wonder whether I've misjudged how he was going to react. I was so sure that he'd be as excited about this as I am. Maybe this is the thing that we do that really is too soon. His eyes look up from the plastic he'd been staring at and turn to me. Finally I see a smile on his face. I'm going to be a dad, he asks nervously, like it's something he's worried I'm going to snatch from him. Well, I've watched you with Gabby and Joe over the last several months and I'd say you already are one. I say as I get to my feet. The only difference now is that this child will be ours. One of his arms goes around my waist and the other presses to my stomach. It makes me chuckle how innocent he's acting. I'm going to be a dad, he repeats in an almost dreamlike way. My hand covers his as it rests on my stomach. You are. The joy that had been quietly bubbling under the surface explodes. He wraps me into a bear hug, picks me up and spins me around. I yelp happily as he swings me round in a circle in our kitchen, tipping over the chair I'd been sitting in as I feel his love wash over me. Steady, I'm fragile now. I laugh, the noise filling the kitchen. He puts me back on my feet, touches his hands to my face, and we kiss. A kiss broken with laughter, as his joy fills us both, the promise of our family growing bigger. I think about how cramped the house is, and how we're going to need to get something bigger to cope with our family growing. Our family. It makes my toes curl with happiness. As with all our alone times, when the house is just ours, just the brief touch of our lips makes me want more with him. And our good news only exacerbates that. My hands run over his chest and will pushes me back so I'm against the table. The intensity we have always had has never faded once. I am sure that there isn't a man on the planet that I feel is compatible with than Will. The way his soft eyes change in vigor when he gets aroused. The way he pulls at my clothing to get what he needs. The way he makes me feel so sexy, despite my own reservations about my body. Yeah, right here. I pant in a low voice as he yanks my skirt up my pale thighs just so he can pull down my plain panties. Yes, right here. Right now, he growls, teeth nipping at my ear and lips touching kisses along my neck as my hands fumble at his belt in my eagerness to get his cock out. Even with just simple foreplay, he turns me into a quivering mess. It's something he notices, as always. Eager? Fuck you, you know I am. I laugh. Help me, I need your cock. Will chuckles against my neck and his much steadier hands finish the job of undoing his jeans. Gravity does the rest, and I'm at least capable of pulling down his boxers and springing his gloriously thick cock free. He grips the base. I spread my legs and we're soon joined together. Will, I gasp as he drives deep into me. It's a call for his lips, and as he answers by kissing me, I grab his ass and pull him deeper into my pussy. His strong hands grip my hips, pulling me onto his hardness ferociously making the kiss break as I cry out loudly. The kitchen is filled with the sound of my moans and the clap of his hips against my thighs. Our coupling isn't always like this anymore, but that doesn't mean that we've grown out of fucking like animals when the mood takes us. Sometimes a girl just wants her man to take her. Get your tits out, he demands huskily. 
You want them, I pant. Get them. He growls in approval and takes his hand off my hips to rip my t-shirt up my torso and over my breasts. They heave in my lacy pink bra, straining in the fabric as Will pushes his head between them. He kisses and nips at the soft skin, worshipping them in his own special way. I grab the back of his head and moan softly as his teeth yank at a cup until he reveals one of my rosy nipples. If you like my tits now, I gasp into his ear. Wait until I'm really pregnant. His shudder of delight as he sucks on my nipple is delightful. I decide to tease him more. And I hope you're ready for pregnant Izzy, too. Because she gets very, very horny. His groan reverberates around my hard nipple, and I wrap my legs tighter around him. Heels digging into his ass as he slows his movements so they're no longer as shallow and much more deep. He holds himself there inside of me, pushing me down onto the table. His hands linked with mine as he teases my nipple. So much for lasagna. I mutter as I remove his shirt, his mouth popping from my breast as I do so. We'll get a takeaway. We have more important things to do. Like what? I purr. More than happy to forego a homemade dinner if it means an evening tangled up with my man. Celebrating our news. Fucking each other's brains out. I groan happily, wriggling my hips excitedly. Now you're speaking my language, mister. He pulls my shirt above my head, but stops when it's only halfway off, trapping my upper arms in the fabric and blinding me to him. I wonder what he's doing, but then I feel his lips on mine and I don't care. Our tongues tangle just as his hips start to move again, the tip of his cock teasing just inside the entrance to my sex. When he finally pushes in deep, with a hard and quick motion, the moan I make could have shattered the foundations to our little home. You want it hard? He asks, his weight disappearing off of me and his hands going to my hips. Yes. I asked if you wanted hard iceable. Yes. Another sharp motion, deep into the depths of my pussy, and another hard moan is ripped from my lungs. Unable to see anything, my other senses are heightened. I can feel every finger digging into my hips. As he pulls his cock almost out of me, teases me a little with shallow thrusts, then penetrates me hard again. I can hear the grunt of exertion he makes and how the table creaks underneath me. The hard thrusts become more and more frequent, the teasing less required. And soon my back is arched and my chest bounces in my bra as he takes me roughly. Only once does a hand leave my waist, and that's to rip my bra down so my tits can bounce freely. You want to come? He growls, though I barely hear him through my own cries of lust. With you, I manage after a few seconds, voice cracking as the words tumble from my lips. Not until I say then, he says, and the remaining lucid part of my brain knows I will do as he has instructed. Don't come, Izzy. You'll wait. Okay. Prom. Eyes. I whimper and nod pathetically through the bind of my tea, even as I struggle to keep my orgasm at bay. It pulls at the leash, demanding that I let it free. But not until Will says, I promised. But it's so hard when he's taking me so slow and so hard. When his fingers tease around and pinch my hard nipples. When he drags a thumb across my clit. When he pushes fingers into my mouth so I can taste myself. It's torment and exquisite pleasure all at once. And all I can think of is how badly my sex is aching now for release. And how much I need to feel him pump his cum into me and mark me as his. Police will. Please let me come. You want it now? Yes. Now? Yes. Please honey. I I need to. His body presses down onto mine, and his pace quickens while remaining powerful. I badly want to hold onto his powerful upper torso, but my bind has me unable to reach him with my hands. So I do the next best thing, wrapping my legs tighter around him. 
do it. He hisses against my neck as he pumps fast and hard into me, and the words are barely acknowledged before I'm coming hard for him. My body shudders violently through the intensity of my climax, voice a shuddering mess of moans and gasps for air. Will doesn't stop driving his cock into me even as his cum is pumped into me. I don't know how long I am there underneath him, panting for air. I'm only aware I'm in my body when his weight is removed from it and I feel delicate fingers prizing my tee off finally. I open my eyes and I'm greeted with the handsome face of the man I love smiling down at me. Evening, sunshine. You look flustered. Oh do I? I say with an amused expression and an arched brow. What could have possibly made me so flustered, huh? Will pulls away from me and his softening cock slips from me. I lean to get up and groan as I'm reminded that a nearly 40-year-old woman shouldn't be being fucked on tables anymore. I rub my back and sit on the edge of the table wishing my man could have met me in my pomp when I'd have been already ready for round two on the table. You okay? He asks in his customary way, his kindness showing through as it always does. Mum, just not as young as I used to be. Worth it though, don't think we'll be fucking on many tables once I'm full of baby. His laugh makes me smile, as does the kiss that follows it. Maybe we should get some practice in bed then, before we order some food in. And we do just that. What clothes that are still on are discarded on the stairs as we head up to our bedroom. Then I resurrect Will's cock with a slow and sloppy blowjob before we take our time with our lovemaking. Though even then we're not particularly slow, as we always end up fucking one another hard. Especially when we have the house to ourselves. I've just had my third orgasm, and Will has just completed deep inside of me again when I roll off of him and collapse into the sheets a sweaty mess. I close my eyes and take deep breaths, a hand on my chest as I try and recover. Do you want to get married? My eyes shoot open, and I turn my head to look at Will. He has an easy, satisfied look drawn on his face. Is it because of the release he's just had, or the bold question he's just asked me? I'd not even thought about marriage. It carries such baggage for me. The idea of marrying again, of taking another name like it's a fresh set of clothes. Did you hear me? He says, breaking me from my thoughts and doubts. Yeah, I, you want to get married. To me, Will laughs and shuffles onto his front as he grasps the hand that had been resting on my chest. Who else would I want to marry? You're the woman I love, the woman that makes me happy. And now you're the woman who's carrying my child. I know we've not been dating that long. That thing started off complicated, but we've known each other for years and I'm not talking anytime soon. I don't want to rush it and I don't expect you to want to honestly, considering what happened with Phil, but I'd like you to be my wife, eventually, if you want to be. I lick my lips then take a deep breath, then smile at him. Eventually, yeah, some marriage proposal will. His laugh is a rumble deep in his chest. I know I know, but when have we ever been a typical romance or done anything by the book? So I may as well continue as I mean to go on by kind of asking you to marry me when we're hot and sweaty from sex. We look at one another with content and happy smiles. His consideration of what I'd experienced previously is nice, but really when I come to think of it it doesn't really come into consideration of his proposal. Will and my ex are totally different men, and nothing about Will makes me think that he wants to be anywhere else but by my side. I'm more experienced and less naive, so it means when I'm asked to be someone's wife again. I can be more confident that I'm doing it for the right reasons, for the right man, and Will is the right man, the right man for the right sister. I lean forward and lightly kiss his lips, 
before leaning back and closing my eyes with a satisfied smile. I'll take that's a yes, he asks, and I can hear the amused tone in his voice. I crack open one eye and spy him grinning at me. It's only a fleeting glimpse, though before my eye shuts once more, eventually. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to listen to our episodes coming every few days. You can subscribe and go to our Patreon down in the description where you can listen to the episode uninterrupted by ads and a few new episodes for just $1. And for the first month only, I will do name mentions for my patrons on any tiers. It would help me do this every day. And for you to get alerted and not miss any of your friends erotic stories.